0: Welcome. Welcome, welcome, back welcome. to welcome Out of back. the Blue Podcast. It's Elliot, Anea, and Celine again.
1: Miss and Jay once again
0: for his broken, Bro- slit through <laughs> finger, whatever cut finger. But yeah, um, before we head into today's topic, which I'm so excited for, what did you want to do, Elliot?
1: I uh, I've prepared a question for for you guys for this episode. What um, a diligent man! And. Uh, <laughs> I want you to think about yourselves as musicians. So, A Keys player, Celine vocalist, I myself as a drummer. (laughs) Uh, I want you to tell me the best and worst thing about being the musician you are. Ladies first.
0: Okay, so best thing about being... A vocalist. I think vocals are a great instrument for interpretation. Through vocals, you can emulate such deep emotions and feel. I just feel blessed that my instrument is vocals. Yeah. Because it just gives me so much that I can do with them. They're very, very flexible and diverse. Yeah. And...
1: I think deep down, everyone wants to be a vocalist. (laughs) Do you think? Every musician, I think, in my opinion... Most musicians, if not every musician, wants to be able to sing mm. well. Probably people that aren't even musicians. Mm-hmm. I know that I would love to be able to have a voice good enough to be like a frontman or a vocalist as well. But yeah, I, I just think that's, I don't know what it is, but...
0: Yeah, Maybe it's just me, I don't know. Obviously, it's a different instrument compared to everything else yeah. because it comes from within you. It's so it's, much more personal. Yeah, it's personal because the instrument is in your throat, you know? <laughs> 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 that doesn't sound very romantic. <laughs> Actually,
2: <but laughs> if I could choose to be a musician at this moment, it would be Joe Dozic because he plays the sax, he sings. great. And he plays keys. And he plays keys. Very good. What
1: a man. What was, what's the worst thing? The no. worst
0: thing is that vocals reflect your state of mind and your emotions too much. They're They're, fairly
2: delicate, aren't they?
0: Yeah, they're delicate. They're... Okay, your vocal cords are people. Yeah. (laughs) They have got their own emotions and if you're having a bad day, they will show it. Yeah. And it's so hard to contrast it, to go against it because they're literally... Forget the eyes. They're not the windows to your soul, okay? (laughs) Vocals are the windows to your soul and it's so hard to kind of hide that when you have to gig or sing in front of someone and you're having a bad day. Yeah. I think a good trained vocalist should also have that skill of being able to overcome that. Get
1: into a good headspace.
0: Yeah, into a good headspace and kind of change the perception of everything yeah. just so that their, their vocals can sound proper and not have their personal life get in the way.
1: Like, looking after your vocals is looking (sighs) after yourself, right?
0: Oh yeah, my god, yeah, that's the worst part as well.
1: Like, if I get ill, if I get a cold, I can still play drums. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But if you get ill, you can't necessarily, you know, you can't sing to the same ability that you could if you're not.
0: I feel so bad for the people around me, because I do recognize that I'm so annoying. (laughs) Because when I'm out, I'm like, oh, it's too cold. We need to go inside. I need a scarf. It's too cold. I'm going to get sick. I'm like that all the time. And I hate it. But I need to, you know? Absolutely. Also, my immune system isn't the greatest. So I get sick all the time, especially in this English weather. So I think that's another really big bad part of it. But yeah, so I try to take good care of myself way more than uh, the standard person, I think. And sometimes it's kind of stressful. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: With your herbal drops. With
0: my herbal drops. Oh, that's just for anxiety. Oh right, before gigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair. But yeah. Um. What about you and Am?
2: I think that the best thing about being a keys player is the way I can interact with the instruments. It's easier than for guitar, I would say. So like, I have a very clear view of what I have in my head, and it's easier to get it out on piano. Mm-hmm. And that also helps with playing other instruments because you get that sense of musicality and music theory yeah. that you wouldn't get. Uh, the worst part, I, I don't really know. I think it's um, maybe the amount
1: of practice it needs and the versatility as well. I love that on like keys versus guitar, keys are very visual. Like yeah, you yeah, can yeah. see the theory on a keyboard, right? But like on a guitar, it's different. But, and that's what I love. And that's, I would love to be able to play keys as well, because
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> Would honestly, you love to play drums I, though?
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I just, you know, I'd, I'd like to be able to play multiple instruments better than I can. But yeah, I, I like keys. The fact that you can, if you if you have the level of music theory that you have, you can look at a keyboard and and you know what everything is right like yeah it's a bit harder to do that on a guitar because the notes aren't in the same places that they would be it's all very visual and and that's really cool actually i like that but on the on the downside
2: the fact that there are so many options that it's hard to know exactly what you might want to do so you kind of tend to end up in the same pattern the same shapes and muscle memory which requires more practice than i feel if you went on guitar and tried to play something i might be wrong because I only play guitar for fun. Mm. But that's the only downside that I can find to playing yeah. keys. The limitlessness of, <laughs> uh, <laughs> of options, yeah.
0: It's just too much. <laughs>
2: no, it's never too much, never too much, <laughs> never
1: too much, never too much.
0: Elliot, what about you?
1: Um, I love playing drums. Everything's very physical. I, I express a lot in movement when I'm playing drums. I just love... Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it's just being able to to just lay down like a solid groove or a beat that sets the mood for the track yeah. right and weirdly enough i actually think they are quite a versatile instrument and you can adapt them in in multiple ways to fit multiple genres and that's yeah. that's crazy and and i i'd love like there's I feel like there's just so much more to learn about them than I already know. And like everything I learn, I'm like that opens another door to this. Mm-hmm. And and I'm sure it's you know it's the same with every instrument, but yeah. that's just my personal love. But what I hate about it is it's they're so heavy. <laughs> there's so many parts, yeah. and everything is so <laughs> mm-hmm. unnecessarily I, heavy. I feel you. <laughs> like everything is metal. You know, it's or, or, you know, the stands stand bags are the worst. Mm-hmm. Like the body bag is just the worst thing in the world, especially when you have to take a full kit. But even just like snare cymbals and pedal cymbals are just you're literally carrying around a bag of metal. Yeah. Like it is so heavy and it un- it's heavy. just annoying. But you do it because you love it you know but that is definitely the worst thing about playing You know, I feel your pain now that I'm taking my note all the time exactly exactly.
0: I can't really relate to you guys
1: yeah you're pretty lucky it's also
2: bad because like it messes up your joints which you need for playing
1: yeah absolutely like your hands get sore by the time you even get to the venue because you've been carrying it the whole way yeah yeah but that was that was my question I thought it was a nice little yeah
0: yeah for sure really enjoyed that (laughs)
1: what's the topic for today
0: so if i had to answer that question as a musician in general my favorite thing about being a musician is heading to the studio (laughs) yeah
2: dude going to the studio yeah
0: (laughs) so that's today's main topic going to the studio we're actually heading to the studio really soon in what 15 days about
1: fourth, 5th and 6th of march is that right 4th
0: 5th and 6th of march
1: i'm very excited Uh,
0: The first thing I must say about going to the studio, hands down, my favorite thing to do with the band is going to the studio. Literally, it's my utopia. The three days there, honestly, so fulfilling. I feel in a magic place. I feel so calm. I feel like all the issues in the world don't exist anymore. I feel at home. And I feel just nourished.
1: So Celine is very emotional today. <laughs> <laughs> There's a big shout out there to your producers, Tom and Sam yeah. at uh, Sam and Tom. Whatever Sam and we, uh, Tom. Uh, so Tom at, and Sam. At, at Studio 91. Are such great guys. Oh. And, and they really, they've really mastered the way of making anyone feel comfortable in yeah. that situation. Because it can be quite daunting, right? Because mm-hmm. it's just you playing your part and everyone's listening. And it's got to be perfect. And it's got to be this. And uh, they just, yeah, they make you feel so at ease and, and the place is so homely. Mm-hmm. Apart from the spiders. There's no spiders. Yeah,
0: there, there's, <laughs> there's, there's this myth that at Studio 91, there were spiders in those like... Wooden. Yeah, wooden things that absorb sounds bat, or something. Bass traps.
2: Wooden bass traps. Yeah. Is that what they are?
1: Bass traps. They look like bass traps. They are bass traps. You know
0: how many times I've literally hit my head on that so <laughs> yeah. hard that I thought I had like a serious <laughs> concussion. <laughs> like one time I was like, okay, I just hit my head on it. I'm going to wait it like 5 minutes to see if I'm actually okay cuz I'm not right now. <laughs> anyway,
1: it's so great to just see everything come together as yeah. well like all of the parts. And then you you write new parts when you're there, like yeah. parts you didn't even know should be there, and then you record them when you're there and you write them there and then you listen back to it and you're like I can't imagine this song without those parts yeah. there. So, yeah, it's it's great. It's
0: so great to get out your creativity and Mm -hmm. just create new things. And it's just, uh, you just feel like a little flower. But um, let's dive into things that musicians, that new musicians should expect when going into a studio. Because I know a lot of people may be scared going into a studio for the first time. It is pretty daunting as an idea. Mm. I think being in a band really helps because you do everything With your pals there, you know, they help you.
1: Your safety buffer. Yeah. The people you're comfortable with. Yeah. Cute.
0: I love it. (laughs) But some people go into it alone and it's so daunting. I'd be so scared. So what do you guys, what do you guys say that you would have to expect from a studio? So what would you say to...
2: From a studio, I would say expect that it's 100% different from playing a gig. Make sure you get there in a good mindset
1: and with your parts nailed down perfectly. Yeah good mindset is the most important thing yeah definitely I think not to in the fact that don't feel like you have to go there and nail it in one take like you know the, the, I think that what's important is to to get to know your producers as well yeah. Um, I think we introduced them to you guys, yep. right? From yeah. when we recorded with Kiss and Crown, but before that, like we had, you know, lots of messages and emailing and video calls and things with them, and just to make sure it's a right fit, you've got to like research the stuff that they've done, make sure that that music is is has the same finished quality and and you know things that you want,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and just make sure it's a good fit because then you're going to feel comfortable. Yep. But yeah, absolutely, you do need to know your parts. Like you can't go there semi knowing your mm-hmm.
0: parts. But if you do know your parts, be completely tranquil about it you don't have yeah. to freak out about it. No. also if you mess things up it's it's normal you don't have to feel bad yeah about asking for a lot of takes it's just the process and they are going to be fine with you doing a lot of takes because musicians are their own worst critiques yeah so
1: and i mean comping like you can you know it's they they can extract the best parts from multiple takes to create one perfect take and don't feel like that's a way of cheating because mm-hmm. it's still all parts that you've played. Yeah. But they, you know, have a a sort of sixth sense when something is good. And, you know, as long as you agree with it, obviously they'll run it past you first, but mm-hmm. they can extract the best out of you. And I think it's important to go there and just, you know, be yourself and play yeah. comfortably and, and, you know, make sure that everything is right for what you want to do.
0: Yeah. So just go there prepared and don't be afraid to ask for more, for more takes. Yeah, absolutely. For... I don't know, a different patch of more your click. keys player, more, more, more clicking
1: click
0: <laughs> more, more vocals in your in your mix or whatever. Just when you're at the studio, you are all there to make this the best thing you can make it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Did that make sense? Yeah, is my English I think so. all right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, also I think something else you should think about when you go into the studio is know what sounds you want, provide a reference track to the studio mm-hmm. so that you don't have to do too much back and forth between mixes Yeah, once you're done recording.
1: Patches and things like that. With guitar, pedals and tone, you need to kind of have an idea of what tone you want to go for. Yeah. Um, and that's, it. When, when people say reference tracks, it's not necessarily a track or an artist that you want to sound like, but it can be, I want, you know, a similar tone to Tom Mish in this track on our track here, and I want the drums to sound a bit like this, and they can extract different references yeah. from each thing, so um yeah that's that's pretty important actually yeah so they have a bottom line otherwise they're just going to mix what you already have yeah um because that's what they that's what they're there to do so
2: also uh, before you get into the studio it's always good to prepare some kind of demo uh, so that you know how you like this track to sound like yeah with the bpm elements a basic at least uh orchestration because you need to keep in mind that you only have three elements that a person can listen to at the same time and be focused. So if you have a five-piece band, then think of those three main uh, things that you need. So it could be drum, bass and vocals and work the other parts around it and make sure you have them ready for when you get to the studio, orchestration-wise. Arrangement. That's yeah, arrangement.
1: One. Definitely. Yeah. It's I think even though it's kind of touching on the the songwriting side of it, but... Before going and thinking about booking a studio, you need to make sure, especially if you're in a five piece band, that it's important to not, you know, don't always play to the best of your ability, but play to the the track. You know, you yep. need to play something
0: that, that serves the yeah track. that
1: serves the purpose of the track that. That is complementing the other instruments Mm -hmm. in the track rather than being like, look at me, you know, look at this, I can do this, mad feel. There's moments for that, you know, you have set moments in tracks for that and you need to just make sure that you're complementing your other musicians Mm -hmm. and the track rather than yourself.
0: Yeah, so I think the... Pre-preparation to the studio is very important. 10 out of 10 would recommend doing it because it can really put you a step forward, a step ahead of the game for when you are into the studio that you already know what is going to happen, what you want, and it'll be so much easier to get through.
2: And cheaper because keep in mind that studios are expensive. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. You need you need to have a clear outline and timetable to when you go to the studio so that it goes smoothly and you can have the best time possible. And the best recording possible. If you go there blind eyed, just oh, I have this song on guitar. We'll try and record all the parts now that we're going to the studio. You're gonna you're gonna use some time and uh, for money.
0: But yeah, also when it comes to mixes, do expect a lot of back and forth between you and the studio.
2: We call them the ping pong days.
0: <laughs> the ping pong days, yeah. It's like a ping pong match. Where it's, it's grueling, just, isn't it? Yeah, like it's just
1: you just have to sit there and listen to it in different headphones and yeah. different speakers and yeah. Like, the smallest thing, like, oh, the frequency on the end of this note is, like, slightly too loud, like, and just... But
2: for us, it's good because it's five of us
1: listening. Yeah, but at the
0: same time, that's an issue because... It does
1: make it difficult. uh,
0: Because we all want all of us, to feel great about the mix. Yeah. It's hard to collect all of the opinions mm-hmm. quite quickly. It takes time for everyone to hear and to kind of come to a conclusion.
1: Yeah. Plus, everyone has different opinions.
0: Exactly. It's also hard to find a compromise that will satisfy every single one of us. And
2: also, I was actually listening to Tom Mish's podcast and uh, he was mentioning how every time an instrumentalist sends him... Uh, a demo or like a track with the other part of their instrument their instrument is always way louder than yeah. it should be and i feel like that's the same thing for me like when i get studio 91's uh things back i'm like i can't
0: hear the keys
2: can somebody <laughs> like lift up yeah. those
1: keys it's Im- yeah it's, it can be difficult to take yourself out of it
0: but i guess in that sense it's great having five of us because we can kind of like uh, ground loud. each other <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah your absolutely. keys volume is fine <laughs> yeah um so yeah do expect a lot of back and forth with mixes and don't be afraid to say i want this to be different
1: they fully expect you to do that they fully they, expect they you to do that, absolutely yeah. send you their mix for you to come back and mm-hmm. say can we tweak this this and this you know because they're nine times out of ten they're not in your mind yeah they don't know you know, they're not mind readers. They don't know what, you, what you'd what want necessarily. And sometimes you don't even know what you want until you've heard it, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. It, it's, yeah, don't be afraid to do that. Absolutely. It's what you're paying them for. Also, uh, try and get your ideas as clearly out
2: as possible when you're sending back a mix and try and include everything that you might want, so that you can reduce as much as possible the back and, yeah, the back and forth. Because yeah, you need to consider as well that studios are most likely very busy and have yeah. like another twelve songs. Yeah, you need
0: to be to the, point. the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so really plan your response for the mixes, and really make sure that you included everything. Don't take it lightly; like it's actually a job that you have to go through. Yeah, it's part of. Being a musician is just really analyzing and evaluating the mix and trying to get it the best it could be. In the most short amount of time, you have to be efficient. So that's something else that you may have to consider that you might not think you would have to until you go to a studio and you see that's what you have to do.
2: And I know this might sound like common sense, everything that we talked about so far, but if you have any any thoughts or different opinions on it, please... Send them to us at Celine on the Blues Instagram and we'll love to have a chat with you as well. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. All right, guys. So that was it for today's studio talk.
1: Thanks for listening. Yeah. Lovely. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening, guys. It's always great to talk to you. And we'll hear from you in next the next week. episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>